This episode of We Want to Talk About It Now is brought to you by Squarespace.com. And guess what? Squarespace.com is now an official full-time advertiser for We Want to Talk About It Now. You're looking to make a cool website? You're looking to get people to know more about your brand? Squarespace has never made it more easy for users to create the best website to show off all the cool stuff they're doing. Check them out at squarespace.com. Because we don't care. We want to talk about it now. Time. It's what we want to talk about now. Got Alex and you also have my brother Ryan on the line. I don't know why I keep saying on the line. No one no one ever calls in. Does everyone want to know why no one ever calls in? Because There's the no sound quality is terrible. It sounds so bad when you use someone's cell phone recording. Anyways, sorry. Just a little event thing right there. Um, but welcome, Ryan, back to episode three, I believe, because you did the Austin one, right? And then you did the Correct. sibling one. Just yep. want to say uh, short-lived series, the family <laughs> Family series. So uh, I know that, that I promised. Is it on hiatus? Yeah, I know I promised I'd talk to uh, talk to everybody, but some people want to take their time um, before actually coming on and talking with me. I didn't re- realize how polarizing I had become and how how much of a uh, what's the word platform I I guess oh. I have. Anyways, well, at least so, there's something somewhere. No, it was it was so funny. I was talking to when I was talking with Sheila today. I was just like, man, it's like so weird. I would have never thought because I just started off this. I literally started this podcast off because I wanted to talk about Harry Potter. I wanted to talk about Harry Potter and let everyone know that I thought Harry Potter was extremely overrated, a poorly created world, <laughs> made lots of money. I get it. Cool, cool. And then how quickly it just changed into me using it for therapy and. I feel like it's. I feel like it does make me a better person, despite what people may may think when like they hear me potentially talking about them or whatnot. But um, I'll tell you what, it started a lot of conversations that even if there was uh, broken relationships from it, they are mending and becoming stronger than they were before. So if that's, if that's what comes from it, cool. But what I wanted to chat about with Ryan today, because it's a very broad subject, but the idea of we it sounds stupid. The idea that we only have so much that we can think about at a given time. And the reason that I want to talk about it is because usually it's around like subjects like social justice warrior type things where they'll be like, why don't you care about this thing? Why don't you care about X, Y, or Z? Um, Like nobody has time to care about every single little thing in the world. But something that I was thinking about today like we live in the best time ever. And so sometimes I often wonder if like what what's bad? Like what 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 really needs needs change? And I know a lot of people are gonna be like two white dudes in their uh in their thirties, forties that don't really know what the world is like. They don't they have their privilege and everything. But I'm still and I know that like my life has been incredibly easy. But what do you find yourself generally consumed in like the things that you enjoy giving your time to essentially um well it's funny because when you brought up this topic i was i i tried to throughout this past week try to think of every time there was something i heard that i don't care about (laughs) but i know other people care about so i was like making little mental notes of them and apparently 
I care about them so little I cannot remember what any of them are. <laughs> what any of the point. notes were there? But there <laughs> yeah. were so many of them. There, there was, you know, it's just like you were talking about. There's just different things, you know. Plus, like for example, um, like you're bringing up the, you know, the, the sort of the idea behind white privilege and this and that, and you know, I, I, I can agree that that there, there is definitely some, you know, privileges that, you know, straight white males have over other people that are going on, um, but. The other thing I like to remind myself is I uh, I don't know if you've read the well e- either of Stephen Pinker's books the uh, Freakonomics Better Angels of Our Mercies no is, what's Better that guy's Ang- name Better Angels of Our Mercies uh, Stephen Pinker no I'm trying to oh, think the who Freakonomics, Freakonomics? isn't it uh, it's two it's two guys but yeah. I can't write. I'll look it up Stephen Levy oh that's it Stephen I think it's like Stephen Levitt and then the other guy's last name is P- I'll, I'll I'll look it up anyways keep going yeah. anyways and um it it. It is. It's really. Uh, he also has another one just that just came out called Enlightenment Now. I think something like that, something. And he has. Ba- he basically has just broken down how everything has changed in the last, you know, since the beginning of time to how it is now. And literally, it is the best time you could ever be alive. Not just for a white male, but also everyone. Like everyone is doing better than anyone born in their same situation two hundred years ago, for example. Some people are doing better than than that, but everything's. I mean, violent crime is down, um, rape, um, even abortion is lower. Like stuff like that. Like all the all the things that people try to make out that this world is going to hell, you know, or or what have you. That things are getting worse is the uh, the actual facts don't back that up at all. Do you? I say this fairly frequently, but do you feel it's just? human nature to want to solve problems so we just create problems even where there aren't any not to i don't want that but i just want to caveat that for anybody that is critical of what i just said like i don't want to demean any given group or anything but it just does feel like most of the time we create problems where there are none just so we can have problems um i would say what it seems to be a lot at least in the colleges and this is a theory that i have very little evidence on so i i'm saying that up front but i think that you get a lot of these kids and they get to college and they get to see all these glory days of their professors they got to look what they did they 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 they, they brought civil rights you know voting for for people and you know they there's a lot of big changes that were made in the 60s and 70s and we haven't solved racism like racism still exists but we have solved a lot of things that were problems, like just not being able to eat with someone of another color. Not some states you couldn't marry someone that was not of your same race. Like we look back on that now and that all just seems ridiculous and we've gotten past it. And so I think what, what has started to happen is I think everybody wants to have their glory days. And so they're trying to find problems that, really aren't there i mean they they exist but on such a small scale i mean civil rights is was humongous that wasn't just affecting you know five people in the united states you know like the same you know if you if you look if you look at a lot of the um statistics with whether it's i don't know like uh trans rights you know like uh, they'll bring up the suicides a lot right like there's been a there's so many or or there's been a lot of trans violence for example against trans people obviously that's not something we we want and it'd be great to try to fix that problem but when you're playing off that that's 
an equal problem as it is like what the civil rights was and you're trying to have your same glory like look at we we did we we stopped violence against you know trans people it's it's just not it's not on the same scale so i don't think people pay attention to it you know and since there's so many of so many of them um for example uh one of the things i've heard is called is the uh, narcissism of small differences where yeah people want to just feel special from by this one little thing like oh yeah well you know i, I am white and male but guess what i have 8,022 freckles as opposed to a lot of other guys who have like less than 5,000 freckles you know like okay yeah we're all we're all different slightly just because that's how genetics works out but when it comes down to it not all of us are all that different probably more that's what's funny like we're exactly what you're saying but we're more the same but we want to the irony being that people want to focus on that difference so much as opposed to focusing on the things that kind of unite us more than anything because the the way that you become part of a group is just being willing to be part of the group uh, <laughs> i know that sounds really really stupid but like if you want to oh i really want to be on the basketball team why can't i be on the basketball team how come they're not letting me well you never tried out oh that's all but you're it's almost as if you were more proud not to be on the basketball team you're happy that they weren't letting you play and i know that that's like a very small way to to look at it but i it's i think it just comes from a place of i don't want anyone to think that i disrespect them or don't think that any of their causes are just i just don't have the time or and i don't feel like it's the best use of my time honestly like i think there are far better things i can be doing and granted i waste a lot of time i'll be honest like there's a, there's like yeah could i could i have given up an hour of playing uh, battlefront 2 so that i could have gone and done a march or something like which by the way i i, I don't feel like i would do a whole lot with the march i feel i think that's also you want to know what like thinking about it i think it's just part of uh being a skinner too like you it's, I think we talked about it. anything I could throw money at <laughs> to make my problems go away. So like, yeah, yeah, I'm more than happy to donate to your cause. Really don't want to volunteer any of my time though because you know how easy it is for me to like just make a donation as simple as entering my credit card into a website. Well, and a lot of that stuff too. Like what, what big difference do you think would have been made if you were at that march, you were that one more person? And I know they like to say, well, let's let's just. What if we apply that to everybody? There would have been that many more people at the march. Like, okay, well, what'd that march do? In the end, like for example, um, I don't know how much stuff you want to bring up, but like the women's march after Trump got elected, you know, where they all had their hats and everything, and how did that work out? What what it, what what changed? What yeah. got better? What was different? You know, no, Trump's still president, and if things keep going how they're going, he's going to win again. And it's there's got to be more effective ways than running around in a big group and like wearing stupid hats and, you know, like this weird, you know, I think Do you think I they think gave it, the hats away for free. I don't know. That'd no, be a, I, it'd be interesting I, to I look into though. you. There is no there's 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 plenty of capitalist socialists out there that were more than happy to have a bunch of those ready to go and sell them, you know, at the uh they're just happy that Disney time. doesn't own the rights so they can keep all the money. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but I mean, like, it's, it's something like that. Like, I, I, am I, I'm all for the right to march. Do it all you want. But I just think that maybe they, people should actually study what actually works. And, and once again, like, what's, 
I realize coming from a white man, what's the problem that the women are currently having? Like, what's the big problem that they're having? There are more women graduates from college. There are more uh, men kill themselves more than women. Do we want to bring that to be the same number? No. Um, men are more likely to um, not graduate from college. Divorce is um, a bitch. Divorce. Yeah, you, you know. And it's not, I'm not saying what's, 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 you know, what was for the white male, but we also have to remember that we have surpassed whatever the goals were to get, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how I would ask this. Like, what else do the women want? Well, I mean, I know what they would say, uh, like what the answer to that would be, but I don't know exactly how to get it in practice. So like pay discrepancy, um, not to be sexually assaulted, uh, stuff like yes. that, which I, th- I don't think that you're saying I want women to be sexually assaulted. No, but like, not at all. But I think that would be like their response. But, but then what? you could do the thing again. Like once again, it's still still not great that it still happens, but it's not happening at the rate that it used to. <laughs> it's getting well, and if, it's if getting better. If you're a dirtbag that likes to assault women. Do you suddenly not do it because you were watching a march one day when you're at home on the weekend and you're watching a march and, you know, Madonna's up there telling everybody how they suck or whatever and that women are suffering so much? You think that guy watches that and goes, you know what? That Madonna's making sense. I will no longer <laughs> assault women. It's it's like the classic Penn Jillette. I rape and I kill as many people as I want to, which is zero, you know. And it doesn't and, have anything to do with ideology, really. It just has to be like exactly. if you're a good person or not. <laughs> exactly. It's not it's not based on any sort of belief system. It is just based on the, you know, we all live in a community. And I realize there's psychopaths that have those desires, but the majority of the people don't have them. And I think a better thing to do would with like that sort of assault, you know, prevention exists. But what do we do to stop that? I just I don't think marching is what's going to stop those assaults. But it's bringing awareness which I go awareness to what, because to what, I think that's actually, I think that's an interesting point. Like if there was like a, but even so, cause maybe I'm just not a feminist, which I am in this. I actually, I probably am. And I am not depending on who's doing the definition of what feminism means. Feminism. That's how you say it. But I don't, I don't understand what their particular things are. Like I could guess, like I, like I made those two guesses. I'm like probably those, those things, but I would, I would assume there's like other, like I don't want to be sexually harassed, cat called, but that's kind of in the sexual assault thing too. Well, the same thing with like the pay gap, for example, like if, when, when you actually, you actually correct your study based on sorts of different factors, it's there's, they've still found that there is one, but it's not 25 cents. It's like two cents. You know, and and a lot of people just keep oh, well, for every dollar that a man makes, a a woman only makes 70 cents. Like, okay, yes, but you have to break that down. The problem is, I I think our society and maybe this is the point we there's so many things that we have to worry about that nobody actually wants or cares to take the time to figure out what that means, because, you know, it's the old um, what's that lies, damn lies and statistics with statistics. You can make it look like. Uh, women are getting ripped off that for every dollar a man makes they're only getting 70 cents but then if you actually go and break it down statistically it comes out to be a difference of two to three cents because for example more more men die on the job 
I don't think feminism is we want to have just as many people dying as the men do. Yeah. You know, um, men do more dangerous jobs like miners and, you know, construction. That's it's not a high, you know, but those because they're high risks, they're paid more money, too. And, you know, just a lot of it depends on what where you choose. They've shown that women are less likely to try to negotiate higher salaries, for example. Um, what have you seen? I mean, I don't know if you can talk about stuff from your work, but I don't know if if or, or hopefully the message is getting around and and they're let and it's helping to teach, you know, teach to, to ne- negotiate better or whatever. Uh, I don't really think it's a problem at my job. I mean, particularly for me, like me, me and my team, like I, I honestly don't care. Like I haven't, I don't know how much I should share, but like I have an all female team. They're all effing awesome. And I just want to make sure that they're not getting ripped off the, the, um, the, the happiness to work ratio. I want the happiness to be obviously beating out the, the work. So yeah, it's not a stress, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know enough about the studies or the statistics. I haven't read anything about it except for like the classic op ed where they just reference the thing. And then the link links to another op-ed as opposed to linking to the actual study itself study yeah so i'm just like uh and then it goes into the time factor thing like i could if i really really wanted to go in research this what i'm scared though is i'm gonna go in find that the status quo of what social justice warriors want to be true is false and if i find out that it is false and i do all of this research it doesn't matter like you could go and you could be the best statistician in the world if you find that two to three cents thing that you're talking about and like bring that up it still would be like no you're 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 not understanding like no no no. i just invested 25 hours trying to figure out and make sure i know exactly what the facts are before i make an assessment of saying like yep women are getting screwed or no they're not i found out that in fact no they're not and you just read the article in the new york times that says that it's 75 cents to to the dollar and you're just like yeah it's it was in the new york times it's a reputable reputable site uh blah 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 like but i just put in the time to actually find the real answer and you don't want it i don't i don't know what to and vice versa like use the use the dudes who who say like it like let's say let's say ryan with like the two to three cents right now i go in do the day do the data and like i come back and it's like 75 cents i'm not saying that ryan would do this necessarily, but like the people who just read the two to three cents statistic in a, you know, whatever they would, they would probably be the same way. So I, I want to make sure that I'm equal, but I just feel like more often than not, it's people just want what they want to have opinions on these seemingly huge and important things with, with as little information as possible, or with only the information that favors what their starting hypothesis was of both ways. Because like liberals and it's not a liberal and conservative thing; it's just a human thing. Correct, and I think that is the exact problem that we're kind of discussing: is the lack of time or desire. Because I think a lot of people like to have all the thinking done for them. You know, that's kind of the problem with the you know the two party system that we have. You know, it's almost impossible to get a Democrat and Republican to talk each to, to each other, even on stuff they agree on, they will try to find that little minute place. They don't agree on it. You know, 
like if they want lower taxes, the you know a conservative wants lower taxes for everybody, and um, you know the maybe a Democrat would only want lower taxes just for the you know the the poorest or you know or or whatever. Well, you both okay. Well, let's start there. You both agree that the poor should have less taxes. Okay, let's let's see what can. But no, it just ends the conversation. Yeah. Like the greatest the greatest scam for the last forty or fifty years has been Roe versus Wade, like the abortion argument. Both sides know that things are not going to change, but it gets them votes and it gets them the donations. So every single Republican acts like he's going to get it overturned and every Democrat acts every Democrat acts like they are going to save it and prevent it from getting overturned. That's they, it's been the same. It's been the same way for, like I said, 40 years or, or whenever it started. And it's still the same thing. Same thing with immigration. Immigration is, you know, both sides just fight about it all the time. No one has ever come to a solution or a reasonable one. And if one side or the other has a reasonable solution, the other side is not allowed to, you know, accept it. Because and I think it's that's the other side. <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's and that's the problem. That's why the two party system is, you know, getting worse and worse because, you know, you read books about back in the day when the Congress would all get together and they would talk about stuff and they would do compromises. Play basketball uh, together. Yeah, exactly. But now I've heard stories where they're if they're even seen talking, it's like being in prison, you know, <laughs> like, you know, a segregated prison. Like they get all mad at you if they hey, I saw you go. To, I saw you were talking to the Latinos, you know, the other day, you know, that sort of thing. You know, like, oh, well, why were you talking to a Republican? That, 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 that's, that's not who you should be talking to. Like, how are we going to get any better if, if everybody refuses to compromise? Well, and it's so frequently on things that I really don't think matter. Like this is going to sound terrible to probably both sides but abortion doesn't really matter <laughs> and then I, I and i understand people who have gone through abortions how like how emotional it can be and everything like that that's not what i mean that it doesn't matter i know that there is an effect that is felt from it but what i mean is it doesn't matter is i walk among i walk among thousands upon thousands of people when i go to different cities and and travel and whatnot and i have no idea who has or who hasn't, who does exist, who doesn't exist because of whatever reasons, it really doesn't affect anyone's day-to-day -day life. And honestly, like like you mentioned, Ryan, like it's decreasing the amount of abortions that are happening, which is great because we have all these other programs put in place to help guarantee that women don't even have to face that choice if they're not ready for it yet. And and I know like you could bring religion to it, like, well, they shouldn't, well, they shouldn't be having sex, period. But it's just like how how great is it that that these kids are learning how to not get pregnant so that they don't have to commit that that sin that you think is so heinous which is you literally think it's murder and i know that chastity is the sin next to murder but at least and i don't think that I don't consider abortion murder i just also want to say that but and that, this is what i hate too i have to throw caveats into everything i have to throw caveats yeah. into every single goddamn thing i say because I, I'm so scared of like, well, if you say it in the wrong way, it's going to be interpreted in this word way and everyone's going to jump on me. So I was talking to, sorry, I think you have something to say, but I want to say this story really fast. But um, I was at work the other day with this guy, Chris Voss. He did the Jurassic Park episode with me. And I had this just, I had this epiphany. And I was like, you want to know what I like about you, Foss? Like I can, we can talk about any given subject. And I know that you won't lose respect for me over anything that I say. And, and having that kind of psychological safety, and I don't mean a safe space. A safe space is a place where ideas are frowned upon and where 
we don't want to have discussion and we don't want to have dialogue. That's not what I want. I want psychological safety where I can say anything that I want with a with a person privately and not necessarily publicly, but at least privately and just know like, oh my gosh, like I, this was just an idea I had. I haven't really thought this out all the way. I don't think I actually believe what I said. Um, and, and knowing that they're like, yep, whatever, dude. Uh, like, I wish we could do more, more like, more like that. Because honestly, you're not doing yourselves any favors when you just shut a person down by going, you're racist. You're a bigot. They're like, okay, great. Well, that, you didn't change their mind, one. And now they are never going to engage with you ever again. So you might never be able to change that person's mind. Pisses me off. <laughs> and that is the problem that we have. That's why it's so, you know, ineffective um, right now, the, the, the way the arguments go. Because if, if you know, it's, it's, it's like, with, uh, it's like uh, with my favorite thing, the uh, logical fallacies. It's the ad hominem. Like, it's, it's one of the things you have to learn that no matter who the person is, they can still be telling the truth, you know, like just because, you know, Stalin said something doesn't make it wrong because Stalin also murdered millions of people, you know. And so a lot of time you might have a guy that's a racist and doesn't realize that he's being racist. But if you just come up to him and say, it doesn't matter what you say, man, you racist. It don't matter what you say, you racist, so I'm not going to listen to you. And you're like, well, I, tell me how I'm racist so I can actually learn and get better. But if, if exactly like the example you just gave – which you immediately shut the person down, they're not going to change. And now they're going to think that you're just a, a douche. And, and then at that point, you, there's, there's been no progress. And it's kind of like, so like for me, my, 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 my view on abortion is I, knowing how actually difficult it is to exist, to be alive, the amount of possible genetic combinations that could exist, you know, like the the reason I exist is by a matter of seconds. You know, if my parents would have coupled an hour earlier than they did, I wouldn't exist. You know, like the the we're lucky to be here. So I abortion makes me super sad when it happens. I don't. You know, I I, I really I I get bothered by the people that say they're pro-abortion. You know, like I'm not. I will not tell a woman she cannot choose to do that. But I still, you know, think I wish there was a better solution we could come up with. But it, but when people look at it as just, oh, nope, you're pro, like someone looks at me because, you know, I am pro-choice. But I really wish that that choice was we didn't let the pregnancy get as long as it did in the first <laughs> place, you know, or you or preventing it sort of thing, you know, because it, it's it, 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 it sucks, especially some of those, those uh, late term abortion things. But, you know, a lot of people look at someone like me like, oh, well, you know. Ryan has his belief, so he, he must not care about abortion anymore. No, I still care about it. I just know that nothing's going to change. And actually, the status quo is pretty good the way it is right now. You know, like it's not being taken away and it has reduced, you know, people having to do the, you know, the alleyway abortions and stuff like that. Like and the biggest point is what you said. How does how has it actually actually affected you at all? In my entire life, like literally, like I do know people who have had abortions but where it has like directly impacted me not at all i mean uh, directly because i'm sure implicitly or right implicitly i'm sure someone might have like had a bad day which i'm not once again not to reduce it or be so condescending like someone had a bad day because of an abortion like they were mean to me but never has it been like 
in my <laughs> in my face. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's also a private thing that yeah. most people don't want to go out and announce that they had to get it. Because when it comes down to it, even a woman, you know, I, I, I would assume, and I don't like to speak for women, but I, I would assume that for a woman who has to do it, it's got to be a difficult and a decision that I could never imagine. You know why? Because I'll never have to do it. Because it will never be, you know, something that's ever going to be on, on me. That's crazy. That's like the great... Do you think that they could... They could implant uterus. Could they implant a uterus in a dude? Is that possible yet? Did you? I honestly have no I idea. Must ask Forrest. I'm just Forrest. If you're listening, which I know you don't, <laughs> but um, man, like there, there's never going to be true. And well, I'm not gonna caveat it. There's never gonna be true gender equality, ever. Like, there's no way. It's, it's not, not possible. possible. I, I mean, unless and, and, like we unless we figure out exactly what I just said, though, like where there is like legitimate, like I I, I could legitimately just change one hundred percent every way, and if a, if the science comes across where they can rip away my Y chromosome, put another X in there, and then change all of me, my physiological being, and everything like that, that's when we'll we'll be able to get to true equality. Because that's a really good point. Uh, Sheila brings it up all the time. She's like, "Well, you don't get it because." Like you never are gonna have to have the kid, like, because we're both we have very similar jobs and we're both in very um, similar points in our careers. She's a little bit above me, but whatever. I'm not not jealous. She makes so much more than me, um, <laughs> but um, because she's really good at her job. Like that wasn't. I will have to edit that out. She'll be so pissed. Uh, <laughs> um, but. She's like, yeah, you never have to worry about that. Like, it's just always going to be Katie. Like, you never have to be like, all right, I am physically incapable of having a child, which is, I 100% agree with. So I don't know. I can't, I, I can empathize with it, but I, I can't even empathize with it because I have no idea what that's like. It's got to suck. Well, I, I, I think the problem, too, that you're going to run into is the, what's the definition of gender equality? You know, because I feel like there are so many different people have so many different definitions of it, you know. So so let's say we get to the point where that is uh, men and women are making the exact same. It comes down to it's 100 percent, 100 percent. Do we have it then? You know, or or do you ever or will we start running into the problems currently? Like, do you want or do, do the or do the men need to start being more like women or do the women need to start? being more like men to actually have that equality and the reason i don't think we're ever going to have perfect equality is because as much as people want to deny it like science knows <laughs> so far at least and I, I could be proven wrong in the future that there are differences between men and women like stuff that men are naturally attracted to you know and obviously someone oh well i know a guy that blah, blah, blah. like we're just going in generalizations here and generalizations work for a reason you know companies would not be trying to sell you, you know, the, the market towards a gender that they don't think is going to, they would love for all genders to buy their stuff, but they know who they're marketing to. You know, if you're making, I realize there's bronies, but if you're making my little ponies, you're probably not marketing them as hard as you can to 18 year old, 18 year old dudes, for example, yeah. you're going to market them to, to what it is. To, it's usually younger girls. And you, you can hear all these different, I've, I've heard stories from people where like, I didn't ever, bring my kid up in a certain gender way but they naturally started liking trucks if they were if they were boys you know and my daughter naturally liked dolls or naturally like this and so 
that's what I'm kind of curious as to what is gender equality. We get to the point where all 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 kids only like blocks or Legos. You know what I mean? Like what 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 is the equality? And if the the if the goals aren't clear, or if the goals aren't um, common down. goals among everybody. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because if you have that one small thing of of thing where like, no, we're if you have a group that their goal is that we're going to figure out a way to put a uterus in every man so he knows what it's like to be, you know, the way that he is. No, I know it's and I wonder it's, it's, if with no end goal, I don't you don't I don't know what what are the steps to get there. And I do wonder if it is us being detached from these. I was going to say these people like from these groups. What's sad is that I, I don't even want to like ideology i don't want to say groups i feel weird because it's just using and theming which is something i'm i really don't enjoy doing but so like these these people with different ideologies i think you hit it on the head like i just don't know what the the end goal is all the way because really it's it's almost it's it's just like lip service essentially like well everything yeah, you do we're in doing your this life. thing Everything you do in your life is with an end goal, right? So you know you you know the majority of things. Obviously, other stuff comes up, but what you're trying to do at your work or at your job, you have a goal that you're trying to achieve every day, every week, every month, every year, right? So you know the steps to get there. But if no one can clearly define the steps that we have to take to get to this, you know, this one thing, then I think someone like you or me, like, okay, I, I would love to help. Tell me what we have to do. Usually it turns out to, you have to march a bunch or send us money. And it's like, I don't think that's working. What, give me something effective that I can do, you know? Man, why do you think, do you think it was, I mean, not to, I have, I don't, I won't claim to know much about U.S. history, first of all, but then also like about the civil rights, because like the big thing that they did was march. And that's, yeah. and then also, also just public the some of the images exactly I, some of the images that i saw like what 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 is a person now 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 put a, a nice a nice person at the time being at their house and watching people just attacked by dogs or attacked with you know fire hoses and stuff like that people saw those images and it did lead them to act what do you think the average person sitting down watching a bunch of people put cat hats on their head and march around Washington DC people you, are people seeing that and being like oh man they must be they must really be taking this seriously you can tell because they have a stupid joke hat on and so that's how we know that they're trying really hard to change things like just just think of your average person watching that doesn't care they'll just they're like oh my gosh what a bunch of loons and they'll just change it and you know go to their other source of whatever they like to do and i just you know and I think that I think the the stuff I mean like the Gandhi you know those sorts of protests they were effective because they were actually fighting for something that was a problem I think when people see a bunch of protests over things that they don't think is that much of a problem it's hard for them to identify or even want to participate in it and once again, I'd have to look at history for like Gandhi too and it also just seems and maybe it's because history like looking back at history like it just seems like yeah history was one year it lasted like about a year like it was so you know what I, like, so Looking back at like civil rights, obviously like there's steps that are taken and major milestones. So for example, it it just seems like once they started marching and like television became a thing that was resolved quickly. Were this was there still prejudice? Absolutely. Were the the laws changed though? Yes, like actual laws and actual things that happened because I 
I think it's hard for us to look back in that lens because like when I think I'm like, yeah, and after the civil rights laws passed, everyone wasn't racist, which obviously wasn't, is not true, (laughs) but like, did it, did everything happen really fast? Cause like we're living in it. I'm just like, man, feminists have been protesting my entire life, but it 30 years feels long to me, but like 30 years in history feels once again, like a year. Well, and what's difficult kind of to remember too, is I think the two big things in that, in that time were both uh, Vietnam and the civil rights movement. Right. And Vietnam started affecting people because people were getting drafted. It wasn't like it is now where uh, if, if you go to war, you've chosen to do that. They're not just plucking people out from all over the United States to go do it against their will, you know. And so that made people go out. And the other thing, too, that I was that you made me think of was so the big protests at that time were for civil rights and the Vietnam War. OK, what are the marches today? Uh trans rights gay rights uh, but just all individual there's like 50 different oh gotcha you know, there's a environment there's there's gotcha. 60 things yeah. and i guess coming back to the whole point of this podcast is you can't because there's so many things about now. all of it yeah exactly you know like and so what well it's what's that what's that uh the the paradox of choice that's maybe this is what it's all coming down to the paradox of choice right yeah because the uh, that the paradox of choice is that the more choices you are given to do, the less likely you are to do any of them because you become overwhelmed. That's why places like In-N-Out Burger have the best setup because it's not hard to choose when you can only choose from three items. But have you ever gone to the Cheesecake Factory and it takes you 15 minutes to figure out what you're going to order because that's how long it takes to read the thing. But then another 15 you, minutes, like, I should have I should have tried something else, you know. But when there's when there's so much choice, you're just more likely to just not care about any of it. I just wish we could go back to the good old days when all we had to worry about was racism in Vietnam. That's, <laughs> exactly. I just, just wish we could. I, I'm obviously joking. I don't. I would never like. I hate that question. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. People are like, if you could go back to any time in history and like you had to live then, what would it be? Like, not nah, this one where I'm at right, right now. now. Why would I yeah. go? Well, just go back to pre. What, what, what was the polio I'll go forward in time? Yeah, I would rather go forward in time. Well, that's kind of a risk though because we don't know. At least with the past, you know. Like, I, I believe that climate change is a thing. Do I know the world is going to be on fire and destroyed by twenty no, fifty? It, it, it won't. It won't. But guess what? You go ahead two hundred years. They've already got the solution, and now <laughs> you're living in the, the the where they you know like everyone might be living like in North Dakota, but I mean. Maybe by that point, you know, after the 200 years, or they've already found the spaceship to get uh, Matthew McConaughey. They found the spaceship. They didn't build it. Because, <laughs> yeah, by that time, they Because all the aliens that came <laughs> yeah. to build the pyramids left the, the, the spaceship t- exactly. for us to. Well, that's, the pyramids were used for grain and storing hidden spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> stealing stealing the, the, the deceased. And what the hell were they called? Pharaohs. Deceased the pharaoh's. pharaoh's spaceship. Yes. The Jetsons. Wow. You, do, 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 do. You, you remember that Ben Car- Doctor Ben Carson believed it was used for storing grain, because <laughs> we all know a pyramid is the best way to <laughs> store grain or store anything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, I forget where. I, oh, because I, I made the stupid joke about time. What time we'd want to live in? Because time is really great right now. I've never, I have never thought of it like that. There are just so many things to protest and so many things to like get behind, and then all I end up doing is deciding not to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, but, just, just watch Portlandia. 
I mean, if you just watch that enough, they make fun yeah, of that that's stuff right. so much. The every individual stupid protest that someone's you know wants to go do, like no more plastic shower curtains. You know, like it's just it's getting to the point where like it, it doesn't matter. It's not going to make a difference. Like, what are you I talking about, I, Ryan? I think, the straws the, worked. I actually did. The, they even though, like, I don't know if they protested or marched for the straws, but I'll tell you because uh, you know what I hate about California. Just call back to the Calif. If we're moving to California episode, I hate that my 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 <laughs> straws are made of cardboard. That's what I hate. Yes. Jeez. Yeah, they're 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 horrific, and now more and more places are you know like when you go through a, even a drive through now. They have the those you know the paper straws, and the thing is, once again, if you actually that's an example of you know I'm I'm gonna be very Eddie Bravo, but look into it. Actually, look into the whole plastic straw thing. It's not they they got the data that a like fourth grade kid by calling around to straw companies came up with calculations with how many straws people throw away every year. So they based all this change and legislation on what a fourth graders poorly researched <laughs> science fair project and now uh you know it's 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 the same thing with even with global warming and stuff like that there's very little the united states can do unless we're pressuring india and china, and, china and stuff like that to change because if they don't change even if we became like net carbon neutral in the united states which would be amazing impossible impossible you know, it's because you don't believe well, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. It's possible, but it's going to take a long time and it would probably need nuclear energy to do it, which would be one of the most effective ways of actually getting as close to. Um, but then they had to release Chernobyl and make people think nuclear <laughs> is really bad again. Thanks. Did HBO. you not watch the, Did you not watch it? That was not the point of it. The point of it was how poor governance is what is made it happen. What causes yes. problems? Yes. And keeps problems going. But yeah, like like the, like the global warming thing, like I, I, you know, I do my part where I guess I separate my garbage or, you know, recycle stuff. But like outside of that, the small things you do don't make a lick of difference. Like if you decided to, you know, ride stop your stop eating meat. Yeah. Stop eating meat or no longer go in planes, like take a train everywhere. Like even if you do all that a stuff, nuclear train. All you've done is make your life a lot more annoying and you haven't changed the global warming thing. It, it has to be done in large swaths, not in, you know, not just the individual person as much as they think that. I don't know. And it could be that narcissism. Like we all we're all we're all the directors in our own heads, you know, and I think everybody thinks they're much more important than they actually are, because that's how you have to think to get through life. You know, and this, like, this might be a microaggression uh, like tell the tell the sjw's out there but like the fact that i get scared whenever i'm talking about the carbon emission things like i don't want to say china or india are the problem <laughs> because i feel like that somehow makes me racist and i have no idea <laughs> how that would make me racist because it's a fact that they are the the top two polluters it has nothing to do with them it just has everything to do with their industries <laughs> But the Correct. the fact that I'm scared to even say that just speaks volumes too. And I know everyone's thinking, "Oh, poor white boy, you have it so hard." No, it's just like I'm doing what you guys do. Like I have nothing to complain about, so I'm going to complain about this. <laughs> well, but it's not just that. You also, um, I also the want them reason... not to waste their time too. <laughs> 
Well, the 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 thing is that that it what what it comes down to is that since there's you have to whatever the cancel culture is thing going on right now, you have to adhere to certain dogmas and if you don't people will come for you and i don't get it like i i don't understand the idea that someone has to, for even one opinion that that is wrong i i've been wrong on lots of opinions in my life but i don't think i should never be able to have a job again or you know because i misspoke or i didn't think the right way when i spoke you know and something like that on 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 um with uh with climate change and with india and china you know like it has nothing to do i mean like you know why you know why china is full of chinese people because it's china like <laughs> that's why there's chinese people there and because they're polluting isn't because they're of Ch their race yeah. it's because of their government the same reason ours pollutes at the rate that it is it has nothing to do with what race any of us are it's just that's the way you know uh things have gone and we have tried to adjust stuff with regulations and things like that but the problem is to actually get to the carbon neutral stuff that people want to get to the economy would get destroyed and nobody wants to have to deal with that because if that happens you're not going to get voted for and <laughs> whatever whatever party uh is against destroying the economy will be uh the ones in power how would it destroy the economy just because of all of the different industries we'd lose or correct yeah if, if all of a sudden you want to you're, you're going to force everyone to stop doing um to stop flying all of a sudden you want to stop the industry any any sort of um uh, fossil fuels industry stop all of that you know like if, if you think that all those jobs are going to go into wind power you know or or I just just all the different things you have to do just just for business i mean i realize we have the internet now things are better like that but there's still a lot of business that's done by traveling and going back and forth imagine that nope and to construct everything you're gonna have to construct all these all the um all the wind farms all the solar farms and they're not as efficient they're they are still not as efficient as a gas powered engine that is still the most efficient well other than nuclear power which no one will use the most efficient thing is is the internal combustion engine and that's changing and getting better but it's like the people that have the electric cars you're still plugging in you, you, the energy comes from it, somewhere yeah people have said oh you've got a coal-powered car <laughs> you know because if that's where your energy is coming from it's coal that's powering your car it's you, you don't there's still emissions involved you know and is it much better to do the electric car than the on the environment? Yeah, it is. It is. But you'd also have to start paying you who's going to you have to make everybody pay the prices for that. It's just economically, there's just so much involved with with that, that it would cause just a huge disruption in every single industry. You know, imagine just not having trucks, how stuff's going to get around, you know, the logistics of that. Yeah, man. And I need my. I don't know. I need my Amazon packages. Like that's that that's a that's a hill I could die on. I I could die on the taking Amazon Prime away from me because they don't. Well, don't they have? Like, do they have their own fleet? Yeah. Do you know if they're electric? I don't know. Like I just asked. No. I just asked you because I don't know. <laughs> no, no, they're 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 not fully electric. Mercedes. Um, I know Mercedes is currently testing like one of those um, driverless driverless like trucks and stuff but they still are using diesel or you know i mean once they get bat the batteries to a point where they can actually do a long haul yes and that's going to be a start but 
how many of those exist versus how many you'll actually need to run all of the United States. You know. Do you think if a person who cares about everything existed, they just kill themselves? Yeah. I th- I th- I, I, yes, they would die of insomnia because they would never Stop sleep thinking, if yeah. they were just constantly, you know, or they would drink themselves to death <laughs> or or something like that. You know, because it would it would just be so overwhelming. Because you know, like imagine being able to have to just constantly think you have to take the suffering of everybody that exists on top of yourself like sometimes i just want to do the homer simpson well someone has a gambling problem yeah, exactly <laughs> because yeah, it is true as i'm thinking more and more i'm like yeah you want to know what? i have like a lot of a lot of crappy baggage that i have to deal with and like there are things that i could potentially put more time into or care about but if anyone ever judged me for any of those things, I, it would be just so easy to just go, well, but this thing that you do. And that doesn't help anybody. Like, oh, so it turns out we both aren't perfect. We both aren't trying to do, like, yeah. the, the best thing. So, like, why even why even worry about it? And I know everyone – I just love trying to do, like, a Jim Gaffigan and think what everybody – like the audience's response to a lot of this stuff. Well, like, well, Alex, the, the why, do you, dialogue. Yeah, why do you, why do you care so much enough to talk about it? Because I want it to stop. I mean, it's making it for, for, for great conversation right now, but it's the reason that I complain it's about destro- it. Like, it's, stop. But it's, it's destroying. It's, but it's also destroying conversation. No, yeah. Know? Yeah. That's like why if you, if you, because even within the own groups of, you know, I'll just talk about social justice warriors. They are constantly policing themselves. And you'll have the guy that's like super Mr. You know, social justice. I don't, I don't know if you, there was PC recently. Principal. They were, they were, yeah. There, there was recently a, uh, some get together and someone said, Hey guys, can you stop talking so loud? Because it's really hurting my ears. And then another guy stop using gendered language when addressing people. And it was just, it was just pure. Oh, a real story. People. Yes. That, that was a real thing that happened. And, and it was a thing of like just showing that like even in their own groups you can't you're just constantly sinning you know that's what that's what it, that's what essentially is everyone's trying to show their purity and how they're the the purest ones and then when someone ever makes a mistake they can immediately point it out you know because for some reason that makes you feel better that you pointed out someone's you know one wrongdoing <laughs> and it's so and maybe that's why they're called microaggressions because they're not aggressions. They're just this little tiny, tiny nothing that only someone with that sort of attitude or mind would even notice, you know, like, but, but I find myself doing it. There's sometimes I go, Hey guys, and it'll be a dude and two chicks. And I'll be like, uh, I think that's still okay. <laughs> Cause I always, I always, uh, resort back to Spanish. <laughs> and so <laughs> since, uh, since, it, so ellos works. So I was just like, Oh, it was okay to say guys. <laughs> It's it's plural with with a male being there, you know, but but I think that's the thing is, is the reason we need to stop it is because we can't get through life because you can't talk to anybody. You can't actually have a conversation and be, you know, and realize that you're wrong or, you know, if you're going to go and talk to someone, all they're going to do is like just beat you down with how, you know, crappy of a person you are based on stuff that you're just like, this is all normal. I I what am I doing wrong? So the people who have to hate this the most, though, are the people who love small talk. because the re- And the reason that they would hate it the most is because of the point that you just made, that people are looking for like these little nitpicky things. And this motherfucker is just like, I just want to talk about the weather. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, I'll, I just wanted to talk about the snow. I'm sorry that I used the wrong word to refer to snow. I'll call it Nievex instead, if that makes it better, uh, just to make sure that I'm not breaking any other rules. But I, I, oh, can we talk about The Office? Oh, that sexist show from 2004? Oh, okay, let's not talk about The Office. Remember that one then. they did on The Race? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, it well, that's what it is. It never ends. Yeah, it, it, it never ends because if you – if 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 your big thing is to point out how how imperfection exists, you're right. It's never going to end because imperfection exists and will always exist. And you know, it's just the classical of don't let uh, uh, don't let perfection be the enemy of good. And that's the problem they're running into is they want this crazy. I don't know where it's coming from. Perfection that is just never going to happen. Yeah, especially yeah, because, because here's what's funny about it. Like I would consider us. It's, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day. He's like, I have all I voted liberal on almost every single issue. And for some reason, people think I'm a white supremacist. But I think what's what's interesting about this is like, we're the people who are willing to change our opinions, willing to to present present us new knowledge and will and we'll take it in and, and change our ideologies, whatever they may be. Yes, we and will, then we there, will, but we will proportion our our belief to the facts. But we're a very small very small amount of people and then you have all this other side once again it's both ideologies then you have this entire other side that like yeah never going to change <laughs> so if you if you're if you're not working with us how do you how do you think you're ever going to change the real 50 45 whatever percent it's probably more like 15 to 20% on like these polar opposite sides like you never it's never going to work no it's ever yeah. going to no it's ever going to do everything that you that you want them to. Well, Alex, you're asking people to like just be more open in conversation. Yes, you're damn right I am. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, exactly. We're but, open. We're I like I like like I said, I'm open to if someone someone that I know my whole life um identified as a man and then wanted to identify as a woman and asked me personally, "Hey, can you call me Cheryl?" and she and her I'd be like, "Sure." Yeah. That's fine. You know what I mean? I, I have no problem with that, but because I think it's ridiculous that you want me to call you a wombat or something that's like way out there. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I can't Please. remember 30, 30, 30. Oh, wait, which one are you? Zer or Z or hippopotamus or whatever it is like rhinoceros. And, and like I said, I'm the guy that will accept. Okay. If that's what you want to say, whatever. But like, I, and I'm going to be nice about it, but then you also don't want to talk to me because I won't, I don't. I'm not that exact perfect. You know, I'm not the the, the, the perfect ally. You know what I mean? But you Even also, though I am an ally, you also don't have that expectation like on people when you're having a conversation with them. It's just like a just a general like once again. I'm not sure if it is a family thing. Like, is this like just a general family thing? I feel like every single like serious conversation I've had with like a sibling, it's always been very. And maybe it's because we're family though too. So that could be different but all of us seem to just be there's nothing you can say in this in this here orifice <laughs> all of us here that is gonna make me like judge you in any way which is is has been really nice and, and maybe I just got so used to that growing up that now it's really hard to find those people like I I have found them there are people that I know I can just say whatever and explore an idea here and there like there are there are people that i have found but maybe i just got so spoiled growing up where it was always relatively safe to have ideas and talk about things that now when there's just a few people that have issue with the thing that i might say i just 
kind of overreact and I'm just like, no, I, I just want to be able to say what I want to say. Well, and I think that's what sucks is in a group of adults when it's like that, like, like, because, you know, you and I have had to, I don't know, you might not think the same way, but I mean, there's, I've been in plenty of conversations where people are talking about stuff, but even though I'm with a group of adults, I actually cannot say what my ideas are for fear of somebody getting offended or heard about it, even though it's, it's not attacking any, any person in that room, you know? Because the problem is, is too many people are married to, you know, to to their belief system. And that's what I like about being able to actually have a conversation because everything I'm saying here right now could be wrong and I could be way off and everything. And I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with somebody about it. Explain to me where I was wrong or, you know, what statistic I, you know, maybe over exaggerated or something like that. I'm all down for it. But the problem is there can't be any there's the problem is sacred cows. You know, like even because each of those each of those groups or whatever has their sacred cow that this is what it has to be. And they don't want to listen to anything else because it has to be like this. Or I don't know. Do you think it's because people are just too worried to be wrong and they're going to be worried they wasted time doing stuff like like I it's it's I don't know if it's just a philosophy that's difficult to arrive at, you know, because it just from the way it sounds, a lot of people. You know, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing about like the Joe Rogan stuff is he'll just say whatever, you know, and most of the, and most of the time on there, he's only going to have people on there that will let him say whatever, too. You know, because if they start trying to give him crap for it, he'll just be like, no, no, man, I'm just joking around, man. We're just joking around like, you know, don't exactly. don't exactly don't get so into yourself or what have you. No, it's. Yeah, I, I just I hope that. People, all anyone who is listening knows that if you, if you, not that like if you want to be heard, that sounds really stupid or cheesy, but like if if you want to be able to freely express yourself, Skinners are Skinners are great listeners for that. Please, we love it. Please make it something that is relative to us in some way, <laughs> uh, because I I also I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a huge. It's like you were just saying like. I listen to so many people talk this week about all the problems that there are, and I can't even remember what the list of them are. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about ideas for like making something work. Like, if if you need a vent session, we're not so, like we're also probably pretty good at that, but Absolutely. we're we like we're more problem solvers. <laughs> like we will well, hear. But that's the problem. That's the problem is if you have a problem and you're venting to us about that problem, we're probably going to start telling you good ideas of ways of fixing it, which might be not what you're looking for. And so then uh, maybe because, I mean, if you come at me and, and, and you want to talk about that silly thing, I, I will tell you what I actually think about it. You know, I won't attack you for it, but I'll say, yeah, maybe that's uh, not such a great idea or oh, maybe you're wrong uh, right here, you know. Yeah, because everyone always wants to be right. Which needs, nope. which is not the best, not the best quality to have as a person, as someone who's wanted to be right my entire life and having to come mm -hmm. to terms now that I'm not always right has been really, really hard to kind of push, push past. And then also like just, I have to learn how to communicate all over again because I used to have these assumptions that I could never be wrong but I have to be a little more humble when talking. And I know people who listen to this probably don't think that I am more humble than I used to be. I'm like, all I have to say to you is you should have talked to me when I was 18. 
because there was you what I believed was 100% correct. No one was going to change it at that time. And then I obviously matured, got older. And uh, yeah, because just so everyone knows, I'm still not perfect at this, like 100%, but I, I, I want to continue getting better at it. Well, I think a good thing to do is is for you know anyone listening to this, just think about a couple of things in your life that you you know you have a belief system in, and then just verify it. See see if if maybe it's what you were thinking it was. You know, like for example, something as simple as homeopathy. You know, there's a lot of people that use homeopathy and they don't think about how it works. And you know, a few minutes of figuring out how it actually works, uh, you'll stop using it. You know, something like that. And if someone comes to me and says, hey, Ryan, I'm, I'm considering using homeopathy because I have a cold. I'm not going to say like, well, you're an idiot. You know, homeopathy is obviously fake. I'll say, well, do you know how homeopathy works? And then I'd explain to them and then they can make the decision. If they still want to get it, I'm not going to stop them, you know, but at least at least they have a little bit more knowledge. And that's what I that, and that's what I try to do with my with with my days. If I hear something that I go, hmm, I'm not. Like like studies, like medical studies that come out all the time. So many times they get reported on the news, and then when you actually look into the study, you know, it'll be like 12 someone. People. It, yeah, it'll yes, it'll be a study that they did with with only twelve people, or not that big of a study. Or one of my favorite ones is like you'll be you'll be three times more likely to get this disease if you if eat you, chocolate. If if you eat chocolate, and then you'll find out what three times more is like. It was point zero 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 one percent to point zero 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 three percent. That was the three hundred percent in the three times increase, and it's you're not at risk at all. <laughs> you know, like the, the, your risk has not gone up much because it tripled. You know, it's just stuff like that, that, that is that whenever I hear it, I, I always like to make sure first because I don't want to then, you know, put it on Instagram or something and people are like, you yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Cause I do think a lot of people mainly will share stuff like that more as like a, I think, I think we're getting to an age where people realize that those are all lies because the people that I see post them, I'm just like, Oh, you're posting. Cause you're like, all right, I'm going to, I've been doing it right my entire life type of thing because it's generally like, yeah, eating bacon twice a day will oh, yeah. will build up your testosterone or like some weird, I don't know. So that's, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind, but I'm just like, oh, they know, they know it's not real. But now I'm but questioning if they might actually think they're real. Well, that's like the uh, like uh, one of my favorites are coffee studies. They do coffee studies all the time. One day it's going to kill you. Next day it's it's the greatest thing in the world. You know, like I always just say, look around. We don't have a lot of people just hunching over all of a sudden and dying because they drink some coffee. <laughs> like maybe it has an antioxidant that helps you in this way, or maybe it has something that helps you in that way, or maybe it's got something that's a little bit not too good to have too much of. But in the end, life expectancies have, are not lower or higher just based on coffee. So if you like it, drink it. If you don't like it, don't drink it. If you don't like it, but you still drink it because eventually you think you might like it. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. I'm still doing it, though. You're racist. There's, there's, you're wrong. there's one of my blind. There's one of my blind spots. <laughs> uh, but I just I mean, I just feel like we should let people know that they're wrong. <laughs> it's not. It's it isn't good. Coffee's not it's good. Not. I'm sorry, it it's not a, good. It, it may be an acquired taste, but uh, I have not been able to acquire it over three years of trying to acquire it. So, uh, Well, you just got to pull it in a bunch of milk and a bunch of sugar. I'm like, yeah, I love uh, milk and yeah. sugar. I already knew yeah. that. 
Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to find out if I like milkshakes. And I'm it, already aware that I like milkshakes. Maybe the the litmus test is actually if you like coffee flavored ice cream, then you actually like coffee. Mm. Because I hate coffee flavored ice cream too. I don't think yeah. it tastes good. Yeah, and I always, I would, I, I used to always hate when I got the C's candy and you ended up with the one that was the coffee flavored one. Oh gosh, I never liked it. Or the like, oh. or Jelly Bellies. Too. Or yes, because they bellies. look like the root beer ones that were yes. decent. Exactly. And you thought they were doing one of those trick ones on you. And you're like, oh, like, what's this? All right, Willy oh, Wonka. Trying to trick us with your snozberry flavor. We all know what a snozberry is, you pervert. Exactly. <laughs> you sicko. Ugh. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Don't waste your time commenting, and from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have, because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better, and looking forward to chatting with you next time. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Perfect. And then that'll be the Easter egg and everyone will go. That was an okay Easter egg. Not the best of the Easter eggs, but it was good. They tried had better. Kids do drugs. Kids, Kids do drugs. Do dr- oh, I was yeah, like, all right. Sounds good. You heard it today from Sheila. Oh my gosh.